Wisher over here, and our exits are clearly marked, so we thought we'd give it a shot. Uh, somebody was just asking me uh, right before we started, kind of, you know, how I was feeling, where I was doing, and I was, we just got to get through, and I don't know if that's how you feel during December. It's just, just get through, and you'll be okay. There's so much hoopla around Christmas. If you just think back over your last 24 days, giving parties, going to parties, trying to get out of parties that you didn't want to go to, wondering why you didn't get invited back to a party last year, buying presents, getting presents, wondering if you can take a present back without hurting anybody's feelings. That's a big deal for us. Is that okay or not okay? Who's going to get their feelings hurt? Who puts gift receipts in the box? Who doesn't? Always put a gift receipt in the box. That would be my... All of that... Christmas cards, which are wonderful, but a little weird when you think of any other time of the year that you gather your family, dress them in similarly themed clothing, and send out pictures to every Christmas carols. Again, that seems to be maybe on the wane a little bit, which may be isn't terrible. I don't know anybody, 4th of July, do y'all go around and sing Yankee Doodle Dandy or God Bless the USA as you knock on your neighbor's door? Just there's stuff. There's so much stuff around Christmas that by the end, for me and maybe you, it's just, I just got to get through. Let's just get through. And so the question for me that we've been asking here at Stonebridge all December is, why Christmas? And we've been trying to answer that biblically from God's perspective. Why? If Christmas is this day where we celebrate God stepping onto earth, why did he do that? Jesus was a great man. There have been a lot of great men. They don't get Christmas. He, you can say, well, he founded a major world religion. Do any of you know when Muhammad's birthday is or Buddha's birthday or Abraham? We don't, nobody else gets Christmas, just him. Even within Christianity, Paul, Peter, Moses, Noah, Mary, we don't, none of them get Christmas, just him. What is it about Christmas that kind of in the, in the negative sense, it's this black hole on the calendar and it sucks everything into it. But on the positive, life revolves, 12, you've got four weeks, time, energy, effort, revolve around Christmas. The only thing I can equate it to in terms of kind of dominating the landscape, those of you who've been married, maybe the days leading up to your wedding when that dominates everything that you do. And Christmas does that for hundreds of years, for billions of people in every culture around the world. So what What is it about Christmas? I don't know if you've ever been trapped. Like, think, if you've ever been trapped physically or stuck. When I was in the eighth grade, I was in a, in a group, a discipleship group. That's kind of like a Sunday school class, but it was just boys. And our discipleship leaders, we had two, had the great idea to take us spelunking. That's caving, maybe. Um, I don't know if spelunking is a southern term or not, but it's you go in a cave. We went to the Lost Sea Caves in Tennessee. It's got the... I think it's got the world's largest underground lake or something. There's probably not a lot of competition for that distinction. But the largest underground lake is in Sweetwater, Tennessee, in the Lost Sea Caves. And we went up there, and we were eighth grade boys, and so we went on the wild cave tour, not the tame cave tour. That's what We went on the wild cave tour, which is you don't just go down to the lake and, you know, they put you in the boat and you paddle around and you see fish that, you know, don't have eyes because they, they don't need to see and all this stuff. But... We went on the Wild Cave Tour, and you had to go through things like the meat grinder and the meat grinder extended and all these names that they have 
and they try to scare you a little bit. And so we're, we're working our way through the wild man, wild cave tour. And there's maybe 10 or 12 of us plus our two adult leaders. And um, there's, a, there's several places where you kind of have to squeeze a little bit. And there's one in particular where you're flat on your belly, kind of like marine crawl, and you're having to work through like this. So you've got the rock underneath you, and then another rock slopes down. It's pretty vivid in my mind. Slopes down like this. And one of our um, thicker members was trying to work through this, this area, and he got stuck. So first, being eighth grade boys, not a lot of sympathy to be had. We made the... We did all that for a few minutes, and then we realized he really is stuck. There's no Crisco to grease the wheels. We didn't know how to get him. How are we supposed to get him out? We're a hundred feet below ground. There's a however many ton rock above him. There's rock underneath him, and he's stuck. There, what do you do? How do you get out of that? And Thankfully for us, one of the leaders had gone at the front and one of the leaders was at the back. And they just said, you're going to have to trust us. And they started just shimmying him out, pushing, pulling, pushing, pulling. And he was he squealed a little bit, but he, he made it out. We said before, it would be wonderful for us if our spiritual condition was mirrored in our physical condition. Because then we would know our predicament. The Bible talks about us being blind. And we said Jesus is the light of the world. And if, if I was physically blind, it would be a lot easier for me to recognize if I was spiritually blind as well. Or The Bible talks about not being deaf to the voice of God. And if I was deaf to the voice of God, it would be a lot easier for me to, uh, to agree with that if I was physically deaf as well. The Bible talks about carrying burdens. And if, my, if I was stooped over because I was carrying burdens, it might be a lot easier for me to grab on to the solutions. A lot, a lot of times... We don't grab on to the solutions that are offered because we don't realize our situation. When Penny was talking earlier about Jesus coming to uh, not to serve, or not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, most of us don't realize that we're trapped, we're, we're stuck. The Bible actually says that it's even worse than that. We're enslaved to the law of sin and death. We're all born in slavery. And we're, we're kind of like the gumballs. We're in there, and we can't get out. And it doesn't matter how hard we work or how good we are. It doesn't matter how hard we try. It doesn't matter who we're connected to. We're, we're in the gumball machine. And until somebody puts in a quarter to get us out, that's where we're stuck. We're like my friend, he, it, literally, rock in a hard place. And we can't get out. John 3.16 is the most famous verse in the Bible. If, you, if you're going to memorize one sentence, memorize this sentence. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, will not die, but will live forever. Will have eternal life, everlasting life. If you're going to memorize one sentence, you memorize that one. It's everything that you need to know about life is in that one sentence. For God so loved. The world. That's God's posture towards you and towards me. It's one of love. He's not indifferent. He's not apathetic. He's not out to get you. He is for you and for me. That he gave his one and only son. That's his provision for us. We're all stuck. We're trapped. 
we're in, we're, we're in the gumball machine. However you want to picture that. He gave His only Son. That's His provision for us. Jesus died for us. And Christmas is such a big deal. It's worth all of the hoopla. Because we're in the gumball machine and Christmas is when God put a quarter in and started turning the handle to pay for us to be released. Gave His one and only Son, Jesus, that whoever believes in Him, that's all He expects from you. Belief. That's trust. Not just thinking, trusting. Putting the full weight of your life on Him. You will not die, but you'll live forever. You'll get unstuck. You'll be set free from this law of sin and death. And you'll be free to live according to the law of the Spirit of life. Let's pray. Jesus, my prayer, anybody in here, maybe like me, we're just trying to get through. Lord, I pray that you would give us grace to say Christmas is a big deal because Christmas is a big deal. It's the most important day in the history of the world because it's when you put a quarter in the gumball machine to set all of us free. God, many in this room have said yes. Many in this room, have, they're, they're, we, they're not stuck anymore. They're not, they're not in slavery anymore. And I thank you for that. But there are a few who are. There's some who are still stuck. And God, my prayer is that tonight they would trust you. They would recognize that you've put the quarter in the gumball machine. You've turned the crank. They just need to come out. And they do that by saying yes to you. If that's you tonight, if you've never said yes to Jesus, I would urge you to do that. It's the greatest gift you'll ever receive. It's the gift of his life in exchange for yours. It's a great trade. All you have to do is acknowledge before him tonight that, you, that you're enslaved, that you're trapped, that you're stuck in your own sin and death. Acknowledge that in your heart. And then ask him to come save you. That simple. And he'll push you out. You'll have to trust him. But he'll pull you out. God, we love you. We thank you for the gift of your son. God, we thank you for Christmas Eve. We thank you for Christmas Day. We thank you for the excitement in this room. The excitement that our kids have. God, I pray that you would stir all of us. That we would realize it's a big deal. Because it's a big deal. It's the biggest deal. Because you've come to set us free. And God, I pray that we would walk forward in that freedom tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can stand and we'll close with worship.